tremendous looking trophy. Hello, welcome to Platinum Slash, number one PlayStation podcast in the Oceania's lights. Because the state of play. My name's Don Blight and Jeremy, as always. Ashley Holbrook. Hey, Dylan. Excited to be here and excited that uh, Kojima's a huge Ken fan. Big fan of Beach. He's Ken enough for all of us. Yeah. That's right. Also here, Ken enough for all of us. But he wasn't. I actually thought he was more of like a fan of like the Black Eyed Peas, like sex on the beach and stuff, you know, things to say lovers do. No? He probably he probably is. The weirdest thing about Kojima is he'll like tweet some shit. He'll be like, yeah, listeners to Bring Me the Horizon. And the next day he'll be like, I love this new Katy Perry album. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite is when he does it to movies, like, oh, watching so-and-so. And then it'd be like some massive, you know, thread review, of yeah. like review of like some yeah. or-tier, or-tier indie thing. And then it's like, now watching... I watched the Avengers. Avengers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and then there's no follow-up tweet. Yeah. He did like, that for Saltburn, actually, as well. It's yeah. like, I watched Saltburn. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the bath scene. That was beach enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yes, we are here to talk about the state of play. The first state of play PlayStation's delivered for 2024. Uh, lot of... Asia, I guess, within this. That's, I mm-hmm. guess, the converging theme throughout this one. Um, all rounding out with Death Stranding 2 at the end of it with Kojima, which, of course, is the big thing, but we'll get to that. Ash, what did you think of the first state of play for the year? Yeah, very solid. Like, uh, you know, we obviously got updates on, like, some of the things that we... Well, I, th- I think the sale was kind of pulled out of it a little bit. Like, everything that showed up in this was rumoured or, like, leaked beforehand, like, that was going to be in there. Um, so I don't think there was like any massive surprises other than like, uh, Kojima saying he's going to make a game, <laughs> I think. Um, but yeah, really solid, like lots of good stuff there. Obviously like, uh, the Death Stranding 2 trailer was fantastic. Um, yeah, just a, a very solid, you know, effort, you know, no massive surprises, no massive first party, uh, titles, you know, which I thought was maybe a bit of a surprise, but you know. Good way to start the year and then also confirm, you know, another state of play in like a week. It's only a Final Fantasy one, so it's not yeah, really. It's still I hate state when of play. they do those. They're like, there's a state of play coming. It's a focused week. one. It's a focused one. I'm like, it's not really a state of play. Just call it like a deep dive or something. Like, it's just fuck off. Uh, buddy, what do you make of the, the full I game? actually like when they do do that because um, I was fully expecting Final Fantasy to kind of appear in here. Sharp, and I was yeah. like, oh, great, that's the five or 10 minutes that I'll zone out. And, you know, it's a 40 minute state of play. And, okay, there goes 10 minutes of stuff I don't care about. So now it's a 30 yeah. minute state of play that I'm kind of reviewing for myself personally. So I kind of like when they do that and not kind of jumble it all together. And the fans that only want to see that are not kind of suck it into watching everything else and then complaining. And maybe like, as far as like a messaging point of view, um, it kind of appears better for PlayStation. So um, for a messaging thing, I thought it was quite good. There's a lot of stuff in there that personally I'm not really interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, the Helltivers 2 opening and like the chaos of that was you know, pretty pretty fun and kind of made me a little bit more interested in that. But then I think there was enough like towards the end with all that Kojima stuff and just how batshit crazy all that stuff was that kind of like for me it was like, yeah, that's a win. If I got one thing out of that and that was from Death Stranding 2, which was my game of the generation uh, from the PS4 era, then, yeah, that's enough for me, so. I'm mid on it. I There's a lot of stuff in here I like. However, I, I'm i still very much like, I don't know what the fuck PlayStation has planned for this year. Like, the, And let's let's go, not to jump straight to it, but Death Stranding's next year. 
So, like, there's, there's still in my in my ever search of what is PlayStation giving me this year. I currently go like they had Rise of the Ronin in here. Final still Fantasy not a PlayStation seven. exclusive. Like, I don't I don't know what I still don't, I have no idea coming off this what PlayStation is playing for like the next even the next six months. I'm like, what the fuck are they releasing? Hell no idea. But then there's enough third-party exclusives that they kind of don't really... We don't really need to know what the PlayStation Studios are doing. Like, people are so obsessed with the PlayStation Studios, the PlayStation Studios. What are they doing? What are they doing? What are they doing? It's like, as long as you're still getting big tentpole games, like, there's still enough reason to own a PlayStation for the people Mm -hmm. that kind of look into the the war of, like, well, they don't have reason to buy PlayStation 5. Well, you do, because all the stuff they just showed us, or the majority of it, is only on PlayStation, even though they're third party or not. So as far as that perspective, I don't really understand where that kind of comes from as like I'll, an online I'll tell you where it comes voice from messaging. For me, it's <clears throat> solely from having to do this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like, like if if I was regular Joe Schmo gamer, I yeah, whatever. Like as long as I'm getting games, I don't really care. But as I, it's that th- whenever I say that and on this show, it's totally from a pundit side of, all right, I'm doing a PlayStation focused okay. thing week in, week out. I don't know what the fuck you're doing for me. I, ne- I need shit. Like I need shit as a pundit, you know, for this, for this niche company, you know? Like, yeah. So this podcast is turning you into a bitter old man is what I'm hearing. I'm turning into a bitter old man because of life. It's nothing to do with this podcast. <laughs> I mean, this podcast isn't helping as well. <laughs> so pretty, pretty much going to turn into like every po- Xbox podcast. Great. Um, <laughs> but like, like for me, uh, I kind of, this is how I look at it. I, I get relieved when I see something like this and there's like not every single game that I want to play and they're big AAA games that are third party I'm not really interested in. Like for me, that's a relief of like, oh wow, you've just opened up my ear. I have so many other hobbies outside of gaming and things that I do and so many stuff in my backlog and smaller indie games that I prefer to play. So it's a big sigh of relief for me. Like I only need Thank one Thank God two. I don't need to spend all this money. On Thank God I don't have to play <laughs> these video games. Thank God I continue playing factions. Um, drink. But like, I don't know, like if it, gaming is your only hobby... And you maybe you're only a PlayStation Five owner. I, you still have these third parties, like. But if you own it just for like your Naughty Dog, your your you know your God of War and those kind of you know, Spider Man, then maybe you maybe you are disappointed. But I I don't know. I think you gotta maybe have a diversify your uh your gaming palette a bit. Yep. Yeah, I don't know why I come in here and compl- complain. I'm just going to play the indie games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, none of these games you want, you're going to play it. So what difference does it make? I started playing Little Guardsman last night. What am I talking about? I'm stamping shit. <laughs> that's where I'm at with my life. Oh, that's a cute little game. I'll tell you, I'll tell you a little about it later. Um, all right, let's get... <laughs> Let's get into the the show. So it starts with Helldivers 2. Uh, it's coming out February 8th. By the way, reading off well, well played shout outs, uh, their article. Nice people. Really nice nice people. people. Yeah, I'm really sure. Yeah, good for yeah, Nice, nice people. Um, they did the article in the correct order, which is listing them in the order they're showing in the, the thing, not putting Death Stranding at the top for the SEO. Um, Helldivers 2. So this is a report for Juicy trailer. I love when they give names like that. Uh, I think Helldivers looks really cool. I'm keen to play it. I hope we all are keen to dive into it. Um, obviously, it's very different to the the first game, but I, I, I think the third person actually looks really cool. I think the Titan stuff that they said is coming shortly after release or whatever at the end. I'm like, I, I can totally like, I, I, I can see myself getting into this game, at least for a brief period of time. 
like wanting to level up my character and and dive in as long as people like have some people to dive into it with i don't know how much fun it i mean would that's the key it's it's it depends if we commit <laughs> you know i think as a solo experience i can't imagine it being super engaging but yeah as a co-op experience where we, you know we're diving in all shooting aliens whatever uh i'm sure it'll be a good time sandworms <laughs> whatever else is yeah getting the spirit of doom right hmm. yeah, i'm very keen considering hmm. the the barrier to entry is like basically nothing if you're a playstation uh essential member yeah. and picking that up for the month um and i don't say is it's it? fr- i don't say it's free it is isn't it Hell no i don't think so i don't remember yeah it's a day is it's a launch no no i'm pretty sure it was i thought it was oh maybe i'm wrong oh my god well then you guys are the playstation podcast i'm just the guest you know correct me if i'm yeah spreading lies over here on our playstation podcast as far as as aware they have not announced any such things no it is 59.95 so not a full price game so i mean barrier to entry some money there you go I'm out. This, this, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, does, does this change your thoughts now? <laughs> like, Unless PlayStation is listening to this and wants to send through <laughs> some codes. No, it, it, looks, it looks fun. Um, I'm yeah, it depends. I might I might pick it up. I'm I'm kind of like maybe I was more of a chance to pick it up when it was like your top down isometric um, style mm. in the the frame of like an alien nation or the ascent or something like that. I didn't play the first one, but I loved those, those type of type of games. Um, but I'm going to lay alienation and haven't played ascent, but I really want to. So I dig that more arcadey vibe, but this trailer maybe kind of flipped me the other way with how bombastic it was and how much chaos was happening and kind of one hit. Um, I'd like to see how they kind of, it plays gameplay wise, just not a lot of, stuff happening and how you're actually coordinating things and what the goals and tasks are. So um, that's probably the key takeaway of seeing that. I was pretty impressed with how it looked. It's just kind of like, what are you doing in the game? And instead of some being some kind of sizzle reel and how, how does that look and how does that operate will be kind of the t- determining factor if I want to pick it up or not. I mean, I assume it just plays like the other ones, but in third person, which is you're literally just moving through a from ob- to objective A killing a big mini boss moving to objective b protecting a uh protecting something and then like moving to an extraction point or some shit you know i feel like it's that same sort of thing where it, it's not so much what you're doing it's just but this is where i'm like does it is it more fun when it's top down and it's just, there's something like arcadey about the top down basic gameplay but will that work in a third person perspective where the gameplay is just as engaging you know on a simplistic term like you look at like for me personally, I loved Division Two, Platinum that. Um, we played a lot of that together. And then Division One I didn't really like. So they're essentially the same game, but doing the same thing. It's just kind of how it works and how it kind mm. of operates that way. Yeah, I guess it, it just depends on how it ends up feeling, especially seeing as this is Arrowhead's like first third person yeah. like shooter. Because all their other games have been like top down. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So that's the only, that's the only thing I'm worried. I mean, but all this all the stuff in the trailers always looks good. But I mean, they're trailers. So the biggest like the biggest thing when I look at games like this is like, oh, should we be worried they're not top down anymore and isometric going away from the arcade roots? You just look and at like Housemark. It's <laughs> like Alienation, yeah. Return, like Resogun into what they did with Return. It's like okay, have a little bit more faith, be a bit more optimistic. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I mean they 
Yeah, that's the best example. <laughs> Returnal, like you can. It's so funny to think it's the back example. When you say that. Like, yeah, you're like, holy fuck, how did they pull that out of their ass? But yeah, they did. Yeah. So if this can be even close to Returnal level, I think everybody would be pretty a, happy. Let's set the bar a bit lower because that's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's aiming for disappointment. I feel if you're gonna. <laughs> um. All right. So then we had Stellar Blade showed up next. Uh, release date April 26. Um, definitely not a buddy game, but Ash, how, what did you think about this? Like deep, deep dive. We're talking about this game. Well, I, I think I've talked about this game a, f- a couple of times because it's been in development yep. for ages. Um, it was, or at least it was like friends with the friends over at uh, the, I don't know. I saw it sharp at one of the hero projects somewhere or something like that. Originally one of those sort of, sort of things. What do you what do you think of it? I mean, it looks like a good game. I don't know if that was like the best showing of it. Like it was a very I don't think they presented it very well. You know? I think, you know, they're obviously hitting a bunch of beats and like kind of explaining what the world is gonna be and like setting up a lot of backstory for I guess um that they haven't shown because a lot of their other trailers have just been like action focused combat kind of stuff. Uh, this one kind of expanding on what you're actually going to do, what the story is going to be, uh, characters and that kind of stuff. But, you know, it just kind of felt monotone, I guess, maybe. It just kind of felt bland a little bit, you know. But once you actually saw the actual stuff you're going to do, in like combat and story, that kind of stuff, it looked good. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't think this was the most engaging way to present this stuff. And depends if you like anime titty physics or not <laughs> a lot of people saying there's no bras in the wasteland yeah, it was more it was more anime booty physics than uh, yeah that anime too. Titty physics yeah. actually and actually i actually disagree um i thought they did an excellent job of actually spelling out what the game did and kind of how it operates and all the systems like um not like a me game but i also thought it looks kind of stunning and kind of reminded me of like near automata but in mm. that world i'm I mean, gonna be a bit, for. a bit controversial but that world is like seems colorless and dull and a bit flat whereas at least this had like kind of pops of color um so i don't know how it's going to translate especially for a first time developer that's done mobile stuff in the past but um even though it wasn't a me game from like a uh you know analytical point of view i'm like okay at least i know what this game looks like what it operates with and uh yeah, I thought visually it looked quite quite stunning, to be honest. Yeah, the the main stuff I've always liked about the look of this game is just the the combat stuff they've shown off before. It's got very DMC like um, bayonet or whatever inspired combat, and I really like the design of the monsters and creatures they've shown off before, and like concept art and stuff like that. So I don't really like this is the most I've seen about the actual world and characters, and there's just so many elements of it that clash together between the story and the characters and the outfits the characters are wearing and whatever you know it's very <laughs> just weird but whatever i don't really care i i, I think it yeah i, I want to play it because i think the combat looks cool and i get down with those sorts of games when i we can play a good one that said i'm not like obviously bayonet is my bar and i love that franchise but if it's more dmc that's where i'm like yeah i actually don't love dmc as much as some other i, I prefer the just the fast-paced dodge rolling countering stuff where dmc is a little bit different but um yeah it looks really really fast paced though uh with the combat and boss fights you can see at times and, uh, and like qte events i hope there's not too many of those but also i couldn't believe the amount of fucking ridiculous costumes this character's wearing throughout this trailer like <laughs> i swear that just switched to a scene and just be like yeah well this seems like a good outfit to go fight a fucking 
six tentacled creature of the human head and the a machine gun. Let's let's take this. They're wearing all this armor, but fuck it, Pilates. You know, like I don't know. <laughs> like, what the guys ridiculous. Anyway, April twenty sixth. I'm keen. Uh, Sonic Cross Shadow Generations was then uh, announced. It is. I actually don't know. Is this like a remake? I of things that just cross between games i don't actually know does anyone know what this is what's the no, same well honestly obviously sonic generations was a game that came out <laughs> that's why i'm confused uh, yeah. it says all new collection including two unique experiences all new collection of what like shadow i didn't know shadow sonic had side scrolling like sonic games is that a thing i thought all this i thought all the shadow sonic games were third person ones or something you know which I guess this kind of does look like. I don't know. Anyway, does anyone care about this game? No, because they're releasing a Sonic game every three months and I'm confused of like the lineage and what they all kind of are. <laughs> I think that's their trick though. I think that's that, I think that's what they do. I, I actually think Sonic's having his biggest boom mm. that I'm aware of because I, I, I wasn't, like I was alive, but I wasn't like old enough. But like, the Sonic Boom? Yes, Ash, hit me with so information. I'm reading from the PlayStation blog. Today we unveiled Sonic X Shadows Generations, the upcoming Sonic the Hedgehog platformer delivering blistering blistering platforming challenges at speeds only Sonic and Shadow can deliver. It's a greatest hits playlist of iconic 2D and 3D Sonic levels from Sonic Generations, both remastered and expanded on PS5 and PS4. Uh, it includes an all-new standalone campaign for Shadow the Hedgehog. Okay. As well, so yeah. So speaking to the blind cartridges guys, and one of their games of the year last year was um, the Murder of Sonic the Hedgehog. Have you mm. heard heard of that? Yeah, it was a yeah. free one. The, yeah, was a free one. So I was, and I Came looked it up, and I was like, "This can't be real." And then yeah. I looked it up, and I'm like, "Damn, Sonic is just everywhere right now, even to the point mm-hmm. where he's getting killed." Yep. But this is, and this is why I think Sonic's having the best time of his life because they put out games <laughs> like this, which is they they they're like, "Here, this is target that people who like they take Sonic seriously. Like Sonic is a serious franchise." You know, 2D, better than Mario. Fuck you, Sega for the win. This is the shit. And then they go do those 3D games. What was that one that came out? Sonic, whatever that was called. The Frontiers, Frontiers right? You know, open world, ridiculous. I have no idea what's going on. People were like, this game's sort of shit, but also it's good. We have no idea. We can't make our minds up. And then they're like, here's a free visual novel. And then the Twitter account's constantly posting memes at like the biggest world events and stuff. I no, know. but then they released the, the, what was it? Superstars? Like the day after... Mario yeah. Wonder came out. Mario Wonder, yeah. And then they released uh, a Sonic game for the Apple Origins. Apple Arcade. Yes, was, they did actually, which yeah, got, yeah. apparently is the best one. Yeah, but they, well, that one's only on Apple, not the one that you can play on Switch or PlayStation. Yeah, yeah, which is crazy. But I think obviously this is a very smart move with you know Sonic the Hedgehog three pretend, probably coming out later at the end of this year, set to feature Shadow the Hedgehog. Yeah, those movies. Are- they do well. Before. They're pretty fun. They're pretty fun. Pretty fun. We uh, should be getting the Knuckles TV show this year as well. Yeah. Go Idris Elba. Uh, then we got Zenless Zone Zero from Hoyoyo Voice, or however you say it. Zzzz, the game's boring. Oh, sorry. Zen, Zenless Zero Zone Zero. It starts for. That's what it stands for. Uh, I don't care about any of this stuff. I highly doubt Buddy does. Ash, I don't. Unless you got two cents. No. Oh, I like on. the art style, but that's about it. There's was a cute dog in it. <clears throat> I was watching it, and I'm like, is this Hi-Fi Rush? <laughs> <laughs> Anytime you see Hoyoverse, my look, much like you when you probably see most anime 
characters and anything. I see Hoyoverse and my brain just goes, all right, coffee break. Like that's like, that is a, a name I can just zone the fuck out. Uh, Foam Stars coming out, talk, talking about zoning the fuck this out. This is the one that's PS Plus yes. that I got confused with. This is the one we're going to be foam diving <laughs> Hell Divers into. and Foam Stars, very, very similar, similar games. Very similar. I can see how you got that confused. Well, yeah. they're shooting and there's multiplayer. It's old. That's like, you're, you're such a basic bitch when it comes to like, what's a, what's a, what's a game you can be sold on? The shooting and multiplayer. <laughs> Fucking know <I'm> here. <laughs> shooting, multiplayer, and I don't have to pay any money for it. Yeah. Well, that's it. Yeah. And that's, free. That's, the, that's actually the key ingredient. Yeah. Is it free and it's multiplayer? Doesn't even need shooting. <laughs> I can't play it with friends. And is it free? Cool. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know. What do we think of Foam Stars? What, this trailer was nothing to me. It didn't say anything that I've seen before. It's still Splatoon inspired foam shit i don't know i mean the only thing i got from this is that it implies there's a plan (laughs) what's the plan there there, there's going to be different modes you know Mm. they tease what the modes are going to be there's going to be more characters i did laugh when the the screen it popped up with skins on the screen as if nobody they needed to clarify that that was gonna be a thing it was crazy because at that point they were just describing things that are in (laughs) games it's like skins, skins weapons Maps. Whatever else. Maps. And I'm Options. like, okay. Who wrote this garbage? Um, if there was, if, yeah, if there was no kind of like precursor to it being PlayStation Plus and freely available for that first month of, of Essential, I would have just been like, yeah, whatever. Who cares? But even though there was that, the trailer was still kind of like, eh, whatever. I'm, I'm already going to download it and try it, okay? Yeah. The barrier to entry is so low. that. <laughs> You'd have to try extra hard to get you not to. That's right. I'd have Ed, to charge Ed, you for it. Yeah, edit Ed, the thing I said before about Helldivers and edit yeah. that forward. Applied to this. Yeah. It's crazy how the first foam styles was a top-down shooter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, Splatoon? Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, David the Diver, one of uh, Explosion yes. Network's most talked about and top 10 games of 2023, is now coming to PlayStation in, uh, when was it? May? Yes, May. May. Oh, no, April. 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 And then the Kaiju the, is May. Kaiju is May, yeah. Uh, yeah, so they announced the announcement trailer for it coming to PlayStation, a little short one. And then, the, yeah, Godzilla DLC coming in May. I assume that's for everywhere, though, not just PlayStation. Uh, Ash, are you diving back into Dave the Diver on PlayStation, or you've had your, your fill of the ocean? I mean, it just depends on what's going around in April, I guess. <laughs> but the odds are pretty good, you know? Especially because I never got around to playing that Dredge DLC. So, you know, if that's part of it, you know, two birds, one stone, you know, and then you get to fight. Then you, Godzilla's going to be involved. I'm going to throw it out there. I reckon Godzilla's, you have to feed Godzilla, right? You're not going to fight Godzilla. No, you're not going to fight. Godzilla's going to like force his way into the sushi restaurant and you have to like just serve him a bunch of food. Well, whatever he wants to eat. If you've seen Godzilla minus one, you know what you have to do to him. I have not seen Godzilla minus one, so I don't know. I'm sorry. That's right. Do they give him a hug? Is that the secret? Yeah, I was just about to say they give him a hug. (laughs) (laughs) They kill him with kindness. He's just misunderstood, actually. (laughs) So I thought it might be. Uh, Yeah. I mean, not spoiler, but but the the funniest thing about this is (laughs) so Buddy started playing this without realizing today or downloaded the demo on his Switch, and then I assumed he knew it was coming PlayStation. I was like, oh, that's funny. Why aren't you waiting for PlayStation? Anyway, he hadn't watched the state of play yet. So now that you know it's coming to PlayStation, where are you going to play it? 
Yeah, definitely PlayStation. <laughs> so um, I, I just went onto the Switch to uh, download the Donkey Kong versus Mario or whatever demo, demo that was because yeah. that dropped today. So I was like on the store already. I'm like, oh, Dave the Diver does have a demo. I was already possibly going to buy it, but maybe I'll just play the demo quickly and see if I actually do like it. So then when it does come to PlayStation eventually, then I'll know whether I actually want to pick it up and then play through the prologue. I'm like, this is great. This is cool. This is amazing. It's hilarious. There's so many different gameplay mechanics. It's, yep. yeah, cool. This is awesome. And then you said that in the, co- the thing, and I'm like, yeah, well, okay. No, I am waiting. What is he talking about? And then I, um, and then I watched the state, of, <laughs> I, and then I watched the state, and then I watched the state of play, and then I'm like, Dave the Diver. I'm like, oh, great. It's fucking, this is confirmed. Yeah. Confirmed. And then it's April. I'm like, oh, excellent. That's funny. Cool. Uh, when does it, does the prologue start? Oh, sorry. Does the demo start like from the start of the game? From the does start, and you play the whole prologue up to the start of chapter one. Yeah. Okay. So it's pretty decent. Yeah. It kind of introduces you to a lot of the mechanics that are in it already. I like this more recent trend of demos just being like, just start the game from the very start and just play like the first couple hours or the mm. first hour. Yeah. Like, just play it, you know? Not a random section. Not like a curated section. <laughs> yeah. I, I much prefer that, I think. Yeah. Just. Have a go. Especially all the meta games now that do the download the demo and then your save file just carries over. So it's like, more games should do that shit. Yeah. So look forward to Dave the Diver being game of 2024. I... You know, it's. <laughs> I think it's the... It's I eligible the, for any category it wants to be in. Yeah. I think the craziest I'm, thing is this I'm little indie I'm getting big indie, indie vibes from it too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> big, big indie... This small indie developer manages to score a relationship with... Um, the, uh, yeah, Toyo for... Uh, I, I feel like that's like almost unfairly kind of um attached itself to its kind of reputation and as kind of a game now with all that kind of backlash in this like these kind of circles like oh it's not a indie and all this blah 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 and like people that maybe hadn't experienced before that are kind of like maybe they're kind of put off of of buying it or going forward maybe and i I guess it's that thing of people including us where and i i like we spent like it's definitely like talk negative about it and i hope that didn't like affect Put people if off. they were listening no. to things but because ultimately it wasn't a case of one of these no it was where, no responsibility was on yeah Dave the diver and yeah uh, or the development or anything yeah. like yeah it was completely jeff keely that fucker the judges at the game awards <laughs> it was literally mirror up the industry that voted it in <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know the top one percent who are all you know Old press start and <laughs> <laughs> this fuck is taking um, the ten cent money. No, the fucking <laughs> talking about what is? Yeah, who owns them again? Yeah, no, ten cent, right? It's no, ten it's something else. All right, some big company owns them. Anyway, no, no one owns them. They're an indie developer. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, then we Next got a trailer one. for the Rising, which basically looks like. I don't know. It's car- like I thought it was Castlevania for a hot second, but apparently it's not. It's V Rising. Uh, it looks really cool though. I liked it. Just top down, uh, isometric vampire action RPG game. I don't like all the combat and stuff looked cool. All of that I could get down with. I was, the only part I was confused about was the part at the Star Trailer where they're like chopping down stuff. I presumed for yeah, so it's a survival elements. game. It's been on early uh, access uh, on steam since 2022 so okay. it's it's not brand new but obviously coming to playstation for the first time uh well i assume this is the full release like that would become the PlayStation. it's not coming to playstation yeah, i'd assume so yeah. well yeah i know i thought it looked so really it's good. a survival game where you're a vampire no. 
You live forever, right? Unless you go out in the light. Unless you encounter sunlight or garlic. Or garlic. Yeah. Or so crosses. Not much of a survival game. Uh, this looks like or something stakes. you might like, though, Ash. So did you... Did you get there I mean, the, the combat looked like, you know, it's cool. Uh, uh, top-down, isometric kind of. I was getting, like, you know, roguelite vibes. At, yeah. But, you know, if it's got that survival element, you know, I don't know. I have to see more. You don't like survival stuff? I thought you'd like some light light survival stuff. Maybe some light survival. <laughs> Is it the vampires? It's too scary for you, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I know. You can say it. It's okay. Uh, how about you, buddy? Do you like any any vibes on this one? I like vampires, but uh, yeah. as far as like this game and this style of game, not no. for me. No, yeah. I don't know if the va- vampires could sway you. You know, wouldn't they? No, it's like if they made a top down survival shark top down you... isometric <laughs> biter, then maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it out. It's just a blood hell. Yeah. Sorry. Easy, <laughs> easy trophies. I'm sure. Just hold X, <laughs> hold X, pop trophies. Uh, then we got into the Silent Hill segment of the show. So we started with Silent Hill, the short message, getting a trailer and a release date. Uh, I've been told it's two hours, according to Buddy, before the show. Uh, it's free. I've downloaded it. I want to play it. I thought it looked pretty cool based on the trailer. You're running around as this girl. I don't know. Lots of freaky shit's happening. It's first person. So it's PC, right? What? No, it's on, out on PS5. <laughs> yeah. It isn't... It isn't- can I be doing PC? No, 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 no. You can't say that. All right, they'll fucking shut the podcast down. They'll someone will sue us. Who? Shut the, sh- K- Konami. Fuck Konami. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I, obviously not for you, Ash, buddy. Do you want to play the this or probably not? You sure? Because even it has, though it's it free, has, it has it's, it's free. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you're aware, but it's but, free. But, but is there guns and is there a multiplayer? It's got to hit like two of <laughs> two out of three of those. You know. <laughs> No, nah, I like maybe I don't know. Nothing like nothing kind of like blew me away from it. Um, I'm more interested in like the third person perspective. Like when we get to Silent Hill two in a minute. Um, yeah, I don't. I, don't, I feel like I don't. I feel like I've hit my fill of those type of first person horror games in that era of like Outlast um, and all that kind of that kind of thing. It actually looked pretty like high quality for a two hour free thing. Yeah. Though. Hopefully, it's just you know, it's just two hours of time. Maybe I don't have that. It's a movie. Yeah, that's right. I'll go watch a movie. <laughs> uh, here's so here's the deciding thing. It doesn't look like there's any trophies, so fuck it. Oh, you should love that. <laughs> uh, Silent Hill Two. So remake. They first trailer for it. I actually don't have. I've never played Silent Hill Two. So I don't know. Have you, did you have you played the original body? No, I haven't. Okay. Well, if I have, it's uh, like one of those things once once again in the uh, the rental era. And by rental, I mean like mod chip where you own every single game and you play like <laughs> one yeah. hour of every single game and maybe attached to three or four of them. And that becomes your memory of like, oh, yes, I did do that. So, um, yeah, not, not enough to say I play that and I remember or I have some kind of like affection or affinity of those memories. I remember seeing one of my friend's dad play it at his house once when I was there, but that's literally my... And I, I remember thinking, this looks terrible. I don't know why I'd want to play this. Like, I remember how I felt watching his dad play it is how I think Ash feels when he watches anyone play horror games. Because <laughs> I was like, why would you want to do this to yourself? <laughs> 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 Which is how I think Ash acts. Uh, but you're keen for this, then the remake, buddy? Or? Yeah, I think I am. Especially like not playing Resident Evil 2 and then kind of jumping into the remake of that and kind of bossing that out and finishing that over a weekend and just how good that was specifically with it's like 
backtracking it's puzzle solving and combining the horror elements in the combat so i'm not sure how that translates to silent hill 2 like maybe being more supernatural and more spooky and stuff um but yeah i've got i guess that you know remakes at the moment um certain remakes have impressed me so it's kind of like i'm in good faith to play those specifically like dead space i played for the first time last year i'm like okay what these things are translating quite well uh maybe i give some of them a crack that uh worth it no, my, my favorite thing about all these remakes are like PS1, PS2 era games in particular, and especially PS1 era games, is because people make these really high caliber, like they look fantastic, sound fantastic, play really well, whatever, but it's still like four to six hours because that's all games were back then. Mm. <laughs> well, know? that's what upcoming Tomb Raider 1, one to, to 3, three. Yeah. remastered, and um, they're tr- totally changing like, you know, the graphical options, the control schemes, some of the gameplay elements make it easier or more accessible so um yeah bring it on let's go i i'm actually getting weirdly keen for that collection I'm every time keen. i yeah and because i i know do you remember that was it ps2 ps3 they did a ps3 i think it was remake of the Out first of a, one yeah uh yeah. so they did no you mean the the second trilogy they did no or maybe no no yeah. no they did they've a done straight... like three they've done like three trilogies now there's the og trilogy that's getting yes. remastered then like there's a ps3 generation trilogy like of like which started with like anniversary underworld and legends underworld and they put yeah. those into a tomb raider trilogy that's why they can't name this tomb, tomb raider yeah, trilogy okay. that's what's tomb raider one to three re- whatever it is which is so silly with the naming conventions it's weird because i think i've played every tomb raider game but it's still one. It's still a franchise that weirdly some of the early ones are just. Blur. It's like a rite of passage as like a PlayStation owner through all the generations. Like Tomb Raider game comes out, I'm like I feel compelled to play this. It's like a part of the the console's identity, and I'm a part of that ecosystem. Or I like the console. It's it's, it's kind of weird. I need to look now. What's your favorite one? While I'm looking, my favorite Tomb Raider. Yep. Ooh, that's tough. Uh, I can't really remember too much of the old stuff. Um, there was one on PS3. I think it was was Underworld or Legends that I, that that I played. The... It was quite good. Underworld, um, really good. The OG, yeah. obviously, like, just memory-wise. Um, but I think the new stuff that kind of remade, I, I liked Tomb Raider Legends. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking oh, of. That was like the remake. No, was no, Shadow one? of the Tomb Raider. Shadow? No, not, not Shadow. That's the third of the remake series. Like Rise of the Tomb Raider. Rise the one the that Xbox ga- gatekeeped um, PlayStation yes. fans for for about a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I know my, my answer is Tomb Raider The Last Revelation is always my go-to, which is the fourth one. Because it, I, always remember, I played the, the first few hours so many times. It starts when Lara's like a teenager or whatever. She's down there with her dad and then he like gets killed at the end of the opening level and then skips ahead in time. Hot take. Lara Croft, Temple of Osiris. Or Lara Croft Go. <laughs> I mean, yeah. They're good answers. Yep. They should make more of those, or even those like Guardian of the Light. Um, those yes, like, more isometric. Like, yeah, more isometric. On. <laughs> uh, what the fuck was we talking about? Oh, two, uh, no, Silent Hill. Yep, Silent Hill about and that. how yeah. um, HDs and remakes are having good faith at the moment. Yeah. Anyway. Yep, I'll play it. <laughs> play this. You ever, have you ever played any? No, you wouldn't have, would you, Ash? Any of the what? old ones? Tomb Raiders? No, I never got around to playing any of them. No. Now's your chance. Soon. Yeah. See, in my mind, there's a point 
like so ash like appeared out of like <clears throat> I'm, I'm sure i think he was a bunker chart because there's there's a certain point where anything that's like prior to a certain period and I, I i can't name the year i just feel it in my in my nethers right but anything any video game or movie release prior to this point of time i'm like well that's when ash was still in the bunker <laughs> watch jaws fuck you <laughs> i've seen jaws what'd you say it's it was yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> For the audio listeners at home, Buddy Watson stuck his middle finger. So that actually lovely. Uh, all right, next thing was Judas, <laughs> not Chris Jericho. Um, no. So this is the about like new... Gaga. Yeah, all that. Uh, this is the new game from Ken Levine, who previously Bioshock. did Bioshock, and he left that team. And then for years he did nothing and said he was going to work on a smaller game. And then he apparently fired a bunch of his team and then did nothing for years later. And then anyway, here's his new game. It looks like Bioshock. Yep. And it's re-revealed as well. Yep. It's like not even, oh, here it is, a reveal. It's like, cool. Like, don't we have, this is the epitome of that like meme. Like we already have Bioshock at home. This is different. They're coming from space, right? Oh, true. I think this looks... Meh. I don't, is that a hot take? No, go, mm. not 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 well, not in this crowd. I don't. Not, think. You're like not an audience of me. <laughs> <laughs> not an audience of me. <laughs> Triple A sucks. How about you, Ash? What are you, are you uh, gonna? What are you gonna say? Where do you stand on this, Judas? Who me? Yeah, you. I mean, it, it could potentially be interesting. I mean, it just depends on what kind of themes they're tackling, like. Uh, it looks like they might be delving into the idea of celebrity and like, uh, you know, because they've got the, the big three seem to be three celebrity figures. And like, if they're like, can kind of have uh, overinflated importance and influence, I mean, that could be an interesting thing to explore, especially given uh, the way the culture is at the moment with certain people having way more influence than they probably ever thought they would have <laughs> or deserve uh, ash you were gonna say deserve <laughs> i wasn't gonna say good i'll say it then what have you got against the taylor swift um oh i wasn't speaking about taylor swift don't twist my words <laughs> what you're talking about Logan paul um yeah, yeah i mean it looks fine yeah i laughed what i think it was like this is a dinosaur with the hat cowboy hat in it that's funny the horse <laughs> there's a horse towards the end i think standing up on his hind legs a person in a horse outfit no, it's definitely. Oh no, that's a horse here. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. They're very similar. I can understand. Also horses, funny. Dinosaurs, yeah, yeah. I mean, Ooh. just the angle. You know, a horse when it's holding a gun with its hind legs, with its front legs. Here's my see. Here's my like really hot take on. We'll go. To, keep going. People like to use the word auteur, right? It should be reserved for people who really deserve it. And people like to. People like to, and they still probably do, even though they're wrong. They'd love to throw Ken Levine's name in with Kojima's and stuff. But I'll tell you why he's not a fucking auteur is because this dude did uh, System Shock, right? And then he comes over and he goes, Bioshock. And then he goes away and he can't come up with anything new and he comes back and just does Bioshock, right? Hideo Kojima's out here creating all new genres. That's right. Without Hideo Kojima, we don't get Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Yep. It's true. true. The influence of strand games across the industry. I'm not even fucking joking. I'm pretty sure. 
I honestly feel like that feature wouldn't exist without Death Stranding. <laughs> Does it look like I'm joking? <laughs> I just don't think, yeah. Like, look at this. He did Thief, what, System Shock 2, Freedom Force, Tribes Vengeance, Freedom Force The Third Reich, SWAT 4, Bioshock, Bioshock Infinite, Bioshock Burial at Sea, Disappear for fucking 10 years, Judas. Get out of here with this, like, Ken Levine's... No, get out of here. I'm fucking... So what? If you don't make anything for 10 years, you just can't be classified as an auteur? He's done one type of game. First person, heavily narrative thing. Whatever. You you watch a trailer and you go, that's a Bioshock type game, right? Okay. Who who would you consider an auteur outside of Kojima? Nobody. <laughs> Miyamoto? <clears throat> that's fair. How many, how many auteurs do I need to be able to name? The idea is that there's not supposed to be many. I know. I feel like there's a bunch of auteurs in the film industry. Yeah, yeah the film industry's a lot older, though. And they they actually make art. <laughs> clip. That's the clip for this week. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you're really... That's just, coming out swinging, eh? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I'd have to think about it. I feel like there might be, but the, I, I feel like the bar would be very, very low for who I would consider auteurs in the video game industry, to be honest. Um, that, but, I've got one, but high? it's controversial and I don't want to say it. Oh, no, nah, it's not going to show. I'll send it Neil to Neil Druckmann is a weird... I don't think he's an auteur. I didn't say Neil Druckmann. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send it to you privately. You can't show it. You can't say it. I want to hear your reaction, though. Okay. All right. Here it is. Uh, all right. Where, where, where am I looking at my phone, actually? You're looking at your phone. All right. I'm looking at my phone. Oh, that is controversial. We're not saying that. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I fall on that. Uh, fucking. Am I right or wrong? Fucking. Could I be right? <laughs> no, we're not saying that. No. Yeah, you could be. I no, mean, you if could, he had, you I don't want to say that. you just say you have to make a game within the last 10 years, you know? No, no, I don't. said you don't no, have to. You don't have to make a game. I just you can said you go have to... many decades and years without making games and, and still be an auteur. Yeah, but you're complaining about them all being the same genre, right? Same type of game. Every no, time. Not. No, 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 fuck not. this guy. No, no. You're, you're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> this right. guy is not, he's more of an Adam Levine. <laughs> this podcast. Uh, <laughs> VR section of the show starts Metro Awakening. So, uh, PSVR 2 game, Metro Universe, get depressed in virtual reality in this world. Uh, I mean, it looks pretty cool to me. I've played two of the Metro games. Maybe eventually I'll play the third one. I've got it sitting here. I've played each Metro game about five, six years after they've released. So, you know, there's still time for me to to finish the trilogy. Uh, I don't think anyone else here has played any of the Metro games. No, I don't think so. No. Uh, it's very yeah. It's just a bunch of people complaining about life, dying. The world sucks. Russian accents, you know. Is it Russian or Ukrainian? I can't remember. Well, the de- development's Ukrainian, but there's a lot of Russian accents, you know. Okay, so I I, I think I'd, I'd want to play this. Though. I think I think it looked pretty high caliber for uh. It looked pretty game. good for yeah. it. It is probably the most impressive PSVR title I've seen so far, at least from the you know. Yeah. I, the I, closest I, thing a PSVR 2 owner could get to uh, Half-Life Alex. Yeah, I, I think that's the 
I think that's a fair statement. Even if you, even if you're like, no, nah, Metro, a Metro game isn't going to be my my cup of tea. I, I, yeah, this this look definitely one of the highest caliber things in PSVR two. I think. Legendary Tales was the next thing. So this is a fucking Skyrim, but it's not called Skyrim. He, I guarantee, if this shit was called Elder Scrolls Skyrim VR, people exact same trailer but change the name. People frothing, internet's blowing up. Mm. But it's not called it, so everyone's like, eh. "It's got the most generic name you could possibly come up with." Yes, that is surprising. Somebody has else has not called it. But my that. point still stands, which is that everyone I saw people on Twitter making fun of this, going, "Ah, generic fancy game." Which, to be fair, kind of true. It is a very generic fancy game. But I'm telling you, if generic fancy game happened to be called Elder Scrolls Skyrim, people would be like, "Take my money! I'm buying a VR headset just for this." Mm. No, yeah. I mean, it's it's rough to release a VR fantasy game uh, post uh, Asgard's Wrath 2, which, like, was getting 10s and, like, yeah. regarded as one of the best VR titles of all time. Uh, it's and not then you on PSVR 2, though. The... Yeah, it's not on PSVR. Yeah. It's fine. We're getting Asgard's 2 at home. I actually thought this looked pretty cool. It, it, like, the, the part where they're, like... He's blocking old mate, the skeleton, like three, four times in a row, like parrying him and shit. Mm. That looked pretty cool. I know it looks generic. The thing that, but... the thing that got me is you flip the dagger in your hand. Mm. It's like... Arya Stark. How do you do those buttons? Like, you know, are you actually doing like a little flick wrist? Like, wrist flip? Mm. I don't know. Same cool, though. It's an ARPG, too. So you got the full stats if you, if you Actu- care about that. Yeah, they'll let you know. It is an action role-playing game. They really want you to care about that part. Maybe after this, uh, maybe after Baldur's Gate, huge success. They're like, let's double yeah. down on like the, the nerdy stuff. stat side of this shit and tell everyone so they know. I mean, they should have just let you roll dice for everything, yeah. No, but I've played that game. There's a there's a really good PSVR game. What the fuck was that game called? I can't remember. But it's the one. It's it's literally just playing D and D on a table. It's fu- it's actually fucking cool. I'm telling you. And you play with other people. Was it Demio. Yeah, that that one Demio. Yeah, and you're playing online and other people, and each game would go for like several hours. Oh, so good. <laughs> <laughs> Just like real DD. Yeah. Yeah. Uh no, a lot shorter. That's the point. Uh Dragon's Dogma 2 got a trailer. I don't think again, I don't think anyone here cares about too much about Dragon's Dogma, but it is a uh highly, highly beloved uh game that's magically got a sequel. And even though I've never played the first one, and I didn't really care too much, I never really got the itch to try it the first one. And so far, none of the trailers for this have done much much to me. This one, the action trailer, I thought looked pretty cool. Like visually, the the the, the variety of enemies, the the combat actually looked a lot more visceral than I thought it was. I thought this was just more of a you know like MMO type fighting thing where you're you're just pre- performing actions. You know, I'm thinking about Dragon Age combat and mm. shit, where it's just like you're casting spells. There's not much animation to it or anything but this looks actually pretty cool i don't know um ash do you have any thoughts on dragon's dogma uh yeah it looks cool i mean it's again kind of interesting that it's being released post Baldur's gate 3 and like you could kind of like hey if you uh you're upset about Baldur's gate 3 being t- turn-based combat here's a fantasy world game that you can play that's action-based you know uh but you know it's it's kind of dropping it at awkward time mm. for my kind of releases so the craziest uh, thing about the release of this is it's dropping on the same day as Rise of the Ronin. And check this out. This could be a Barbenheimer thing. Uh, <laughs> Princess Peach Showtime. 
look at that. Try and combine those two games names into one. I can't. I've been sitting here for like a minute thinking about <laughs> it. And, um, <clears throat> Rise of the Peach's Dogma. Rise of the Princess Peach Dogma. Rise of the Peach Dogma. Yep. We're in. There you go. Kevin Smith. Rise of the Dragon's out. Peach. Nope. Shalmay's going to nope. try and fuck it. Ah, <laughs> uh, fucking hell. Uh, talking about Rise of the Ronin. Got our uh, in-depth gameplay overview for that game. Uh, gave us the best idea at what this is, which is basically Assassin's Creed Samurai that I think most people have been asking for. <laughs> That's what it looks uh, like to me, to be honest. Like, it just looks like... It looks like, the- like Samurai Spider-Man. And I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah, because that was my big thing. Like every other trailer, every other time we talk about this game, there's always just still a little bit of fear in your voice and your face about like, is this just going to turn out to be a Souls game? And can I care about this game or not? Like you've never, you've never committed. That's the most commitment I've heard from you in, in terms of, <laughs> are you excited for this game? So you're on board now. You're like, yes. I'm on board. Yeah, I'm, I'm confident this is going to be what I want it to be, which is, you know, another version of Ghost of Shima, you know? Very big open world samurai this time with guns and, you know, uh, from what all the story stuff I've seen, like elsewhere, this one wasn't super story heavy, um, you know, super interesting with lots of branching paths and that kind of stuff and had very historical moments and that kind of stuff kind of pulled in and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, well, old mate literally goes, he doesn't say a period of Japan. He goes, yeah, so it's open world. It's Japan. <laughs> <laughs> Open, well, it brings up like specific battles that actually happen yeah. in history and that kind of stuff. So, um, but my favorite thing is, yeah, he swings around on like a rope, then he pulls out a glider from somewhere, yeah. and then just as he's about to land, suddenly he, a horse just appears that he's riding. So th- this this is the best thing about when you when when you get out of American developers, they go, "Is the gameplay system fun? Yes. Does it make sense? Not really. Who Fuck cares? It. <laughs> <laughs> like." The trade-off is is well worth it. Uh, what are your thoughts on Rise of Ronin, buddy? Especially as like one of the biggest upcoming PS5 exclusives. Yeah, it looks looks great. Um, once again, not my style of game. I couldn't help but draw comparisons to Ghost of Tsushima while watching it. Um, especially like I think Neo Two came out in the same year as Ghost of Tsushima. I think so. Yeah. Think so, so this is like the first, I guess big project post ghost of Tsushima having its effect on the industry and kind of like it's kind of on a hiding to nothing with those kind of parallels um whether people like it's probably a good thing that it's not like oversaturated yet people kind of like cool we want more of these type of games because we've been begging for it for so long but i'm just kind of wondering um how many people pick this up because they love ghost of Tsushima and play it um, I only got through the first island or enough people go, well, I have already played Ghost of Tsushima. I don't, it looks a bit too similar or something. So I never quite understand. Like I'm always interested in where it kind of will go sales wise from that perspective. But personally, I'm not really interested. I'd love a style of game like this that wasn't open world. Um, a lot of them are kind of like in the indie scene, but seem, seem to be like 2D or um, even like the first Hellblade. I know it's not Samurai or anything, but can you imagine if we'd had that kind of, short experience with samurai based combat as thinking about the combat that was in that game or the brief combat that was in there so um i'd love for like a much shorter experience to kind of exist but that's not how things operate anymore 
Mm. Gonna make it big. Gonna make it a hundred hours long. Millions of collectibles. <laughs> Huge map. <laughs> yeah. Subscription services. Because <laughs> there's probably a great story in Ghost of Shima. I just never got to get through it because I'm doing all the side things. I'm exploring. Yeah, you're too busy petting missions. foxes and taking yeah, baths. Like, there's a lot and... to do in the game. So like, there's probably some awesome... And I know people are probably like, we'll just mainline it. Like, if they wanted me to mainline it, they wouldn't put in all the other stuff there <laughs> to kind of help world build. And it, maybe if they wanted that story to be the prevailing thing, maybe it would be more yeah. condensed in a different the style of game. So Best story in that game is the side mission, not any of the main missions. That's what I'm talking about. Yep. Same word. The bums. Nope. <laughs> nope. It was about a little old lady. Sweet little lady. Um, yeah, I, I think it, I, I, I'm I'm keen. I think the combat looks really cool in this trailer. Very fast paced, but not... It doesn't seem overly complicated. It's literally just like break your opponent's guard. guard Will you be able to do that, home. you reckon? Fuck if I... Look, it's... <laughs> Fucking, we'll see. Eh? I might make a video about it if I can't. I swear. Oh, I reckon I'll have to go off. Go off. <laughs> Finally, smash a collector's edition or something. Oh, fucking, I don't know. Uh, the only thing I would say is that I don't like the idea of this being a massive open world game. That's my only. That's <laughs> that's my only thing. I'm like, I just that's the turn off for me. But I'm gonna I'm gonna hope that even if it is a massive, like you could do a big game, but big game that doesn't take tw- fifty million hours. Like big world, but twenty hour. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, like Assassin's Creed Mirage, how that kind of paired back there. Yeah, like showing. So just give you the map, but don't overfill it. You know, it's fine. No, it's not Ash. It's not fine. It's not fine at all. It's counter fine. Need- it, it, you're, I think you're only saying that because you've got another massive open RPG that you want to play like the month before. So. A couple back to back is not what you want to be doing. No, it's because I just because I don't I want to be able to finish the game. <laughs> and if it's fucking like eighty hours, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to finish. Then it. you just need to commit. No, because then I'll be like, I'll, I won't play anything else for the rest of the fucking year. <sighs> All right, moving on. Until dawn remake. For some reason, it's dumb. Does anyone disagree? Because they're making the movie. <laughs> Still dumb. It is. It's dumb. coming to PS. It's coming to PC. That's why. It is dumb. That, they better be cross-platform like trophies. I think that's the major factor. It's coming to PC, so they're like, let's just remaster it. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'd, I'd be interested. Do you reckon that all the actors got pay- another paycheck? You're opening a big can of uh, video uh, game... Uh, we'll read SAG. There. Yeah, SAG questions there. <laughs> that's a, that's They've a still good. been recast. Yeah. There's no hashtag <laughs> save the cheerleader anymore. It's <laughs> a big question. All right, moving on now. Let's get into the good shit then. So, uh, Death Stranding, now officially cold. And I, so I didn't watch this until right before recording, but I, I looked on Twitter and when I saw it was called Death Stranding 2 on the beach, I just like, I was standing at the front counter at work and I was like, huh. <laughs> 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 what the fuck is that? Uh, so we got about 10 minutes on Death Stranding 2. I, I would put this trailer in the realm of, I understand it more than I understood like the first five trailers of Death Stranding. <laughs> but as someone who's played Death Stranding twice, platinumed it, beat it twice, I still barely understand what the fuck's happening in this trailer. Yeah. I'm watching this and I'm like, I'm going to need the like longest and most in-depth Death Stranding one recap, recap. video for this. <sighs> but boy, am I, I some excited. Some kind of idea going on. I'm like, what the hell is this? What is all these things? It's the most 
wild trailer of like we're on the ship, we're on here, like fragile's back. It's but like even, all the even when like, you, oh, what the hell is all this? Even when you break it down, you're like, okay, well Higgs was a bad guy, and he died, and he was like a terrorist basically, and then mm-hmm. nothing can prepare you for. But now he's back alive. He's come back from the beach, which is basically like the afterlife and he's yeah, it's come back from purgatory. the beach and now he's wearing like a weird face and he's got an electric guitar that he's fighting for nothing can prepare you for that like i mean there is a lot of stuff that you can't prepare for i mean they have that they redo the iconic shot of the Lou Maybe. inside the the i don't know somebody's in the womb or whatever yeah but instead a ship comes flying <laughs> out of his mouth <laughs> <laughs> it's so good and i mean even like i knew that um uh what's his face uh miller um george miller george miller's like i knew he like i saw the tweet saying he's was in the trailer right and that that made sense because i remember seeing the photo of him and kojima and i was like I, you know anytime he posts a picture of someone you just assume they're going to show up in the game at some point yeah but nothing could prepare me for the the fact that he's still hired the person doing the, the actual performance for that character in the game um, it's just like the most over the top like yeah well I own the fucking beach stranded babe down here gonna pull her down with a bloody Australian accent am I <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy uh, but yeah are we all super keen for this I guess like initial takeaways is like- yeah I'm sure Buddy's super keen because he's growing his hair out to, to uh, audition <laughs> for the role of Sam Porter Bridges in the Death Stranding movie right yeah. 100%. That's right. I'm going to. That's, what, that's, what, that's what the actual reason, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, Death Strand was game of the generation. The people that gave it threes were psychopaths. Um, they're the ones that don't understand art. It's like video <laughs> games actually trying to make art, and you actually have somebody that wants to push the medium in a direction and challenge it for all it's worth. Uh, so, yeah, of course, like this was the most captivating thing. I could not take my eyes off it. It was bizarre. Like you think, you know, at the start of the trailer when you go in and you see Lou do the like, usually do the thumbs up and then a robot comes out of the mouth like, well, what the hell? It's like totally subverting any kind of expectations you would have of a Kojima game when you think you know what's happening because it's just a sequel, but then it's just even more batshit crazy in the fact that like Troy Baker's character, like Higgs is now the Joker, some kind of punk metal guitar weaponized here's how i got those scars type bizarro thing (laughs) um yeah it's it's crazy and i've got no idea and and like there's such stunning wide aerial shots in this game of like at one point i'm like oh my god this looks like june um Mm. when it's across like the the sand dunes and everything uh Mm. they showed briefly a little bit of snow um not too much of that but yeah the kind of the environment kind of the, the water and the river kind of like overflowing and come, breaking down the bridge coming toward it. I don't think we had any of that kind of no, dynamic no, no, no. weather details that were in the first game. Um, as far as like a graphical perspective, I thought Stellar Blade earlier on looked like was stunning. And I'm like, oh, damn, this might be the most impressive video game trailer graphically I've, I've seen. This looks like a next-gen game, which is kind of weird from a first-time pilot. But then Death Stranding kind of like one up that again yep. so this was just on every single level just bullshit back shit crazy amazing and i'm here for all of it yeah i can't wait i so many more v- varied environments in this in this not mm. to say the first one was like you had a little bit of different biomes and stuff but not a lot but nothing like this trailer literally goes well there's like a desert there's rocky area that sort of looks like the first game 
here's here's that that part of the water you're talking about here's some snow shit um here's a part where they're um looking at the moon on a different planet i like i don't know what the i know i've i kind of got the implication that they're in europe is that what i they keep the idea about mexico they did bring out Mexico, so yeah. Several times they're like Mexico, something that's joining other places with I mean, you, America, yeah, or the UN, USNC, whatever they're called. George Miller is friggin' what the hell? Yeah, one of my characters now. Yeah, I just, little, oh, we haven't even spoken about the little doll as well. I, like, the, yes, and the little doll that runs at a different fucking frame rate. Certain, yeah, yeah I, I, like I feel for all that animators that like have had to make this happen. Like, I can't imagine it has been easy. Maybe, maybe it is. I, I don't know how all that technical technical stuff works but from um a movie perspective when you think like spider-man across the spider-verse and all those yeah. those that the trilogy and kind yeah. of the challenges yeah the challenges they do and the kind of the how they've taken that to another level i'm like god damn kojima saw that didn't he and he's like he's like i want to do something like that i want to do something like this in the game and then like the animators just like oh my god how the fuck are we gonna do this so, <laughs> um it's like night of the living it's like a goosebumps character it's like a the ventriloquist doll yeah, Night of the Living Dead or whatever, some bizarro freaking doll. I love it. And it's I like it. every every time I see something too, just because you try and like go, I see something and now I go, okay, if I was Hideo Kojima, how would I be thinking about this? So it's like the hands for the masks now, constantly around. Um, yes, constantly around. Um, uh, Fragile. Fragile's neck and stuff. I'm like, okay, Kojima hands. Someone's hands are around her neck. She's being controlled by someone. That's it. I'm like, it's a everything's a metaphor, right? Everything has to have a, a mm. meaning. All right, he's got a little doll that he has to carry around. Doll game, doll carry for a doll. What could what, what could that mean? Like, what's the what's the? I mean, there were dolls in the first game, remember? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it's like, what's a doll do? It's the extension, <laughs> you know. Because you know, every um, time you hear him talk about Death Stranding, the first one, you know, it's just such the most like, well, the strands are like it'll be the most like metaphorical crap and then you before playing the game you're like this is all nonsense what the fuck are you talking about and then you play death Stranding like i did. like i remember finishing it whatever time it was like fucking early in the morning am time just sitting there yep. like fucking tears run down my face going it's a, the strands like we're people <laughs> mm. so yeah I, I mean i, I, I mean, said yeah. after the first death Stranding, i was like i'm fucking aboard whatever kojima does now i'm like that's it i mean kojima i'm now kojima super fan this fucking, this is the shit. Uh, so yeah, everything except OT, right? Except for what? OT. Is it the Xbox one? Yeah. No, I'll play that too. It's okay. He can accept it. I know you're bitching about a lot of the game awards. Yeah, I'll play so. it in a year after it's released when it comes to PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> I have to pay double the price. Um. Yeah. The only other interesting thing I think we can kind of rule out our theory that uh. Elle Fanning's Lou. Can mm. we, though? Yeah, unless she's, like, different uh, stages of growing, like, there's some kind of time thing, you know, in the rain. I think, you know, he, sh- he mm. would have recognised her if she was Lou. I know. Let's... You know? Hold on. Yeah. And then there's a... I, the, well, there was a... Like, Sam was really old at the start of the trailer, and then, obviously, he was, a, you know, yeah, the same age as we know him, so... Time for me. Look, if you're like, no, we got it. We can rule out these things. Let's reiterate: the first game is about Sam, who has a baby called BB, and then you've got a character played by Mads Mikkelsen chasing old game, and he's saying that you stole his baby, and it actually turns out that you're his baby. So 
no, we're not ruling out that fucking Elle Fanning's loop. <laughs> 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 I like the idea of like, um, there was the line there somewhere in the trailer, like, was it a mistake for us to connect? Connect, yeah. To be connected to him? Like, oh, fuck, yeah. I love this whole kind yeah. of. Yes, yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's sitting there going, yeah, fucking. Yeah, being connected. It's, it was a dumb idea. What about Elon Musk? Everybody from Elon Musk fucking's like, oh, this is the best trailer ever. <laughs> it's talking shit on fucking Twitter, social media. Uh, yeah, I can't wait. It's a fucking year, though. Oh, fuck. I hope it's early 2025. Give me. I can't. I just need it. I need it in my life. How many trailers do you think we get between? <laughs> well, here's the thing. It's like, how many trailers do we get? Or how many times does Kojima just show up at a show and show you a three-minute cutscene from the game? Because yeah. that's what happened with the first one. But by the time we got around to actually playing Death Stranding, you're like, oh, that trailer wasn't actually a trailer. It was literally just, here's a cutscene from the game. Out of context. And that's why it was so much confusion consistently around the game and everything. So... But the best thing about this game is it doesn't matter. We just saw nine minutes, nearly 10 minutes. Still have no fucking clue what it's about. No idea. Yeah. They could show me another 20 Who minutes of trailers. I'll still Fragile's no mysterious benefactor. Yeah. It's someone I'm we know. Fragile in only the name now. Oh, one line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one. No, she's selling her hands. Yeah. yeah. Fucking Adam's family lighting a cigarette over here. Good for you. You know? I mean, that, yeah. I mean, when I first watched it, I was like, oh, it's crazy that nobody did like hands for that for like masks during COVID, you know? I That has to be, there has to be some COVID info, like heavy COVID yeah. influences. Yeah, oh, 100%. Yeah. Uh, what do we, the only other thing is, I was really trying to work out what the fucking thing was with that body. Like, you know, they're like at the start and then the trailer where they're just like George Miller's burst in the, the little button. And I guess it's the, the stuff coming out is like, time for black goo shit you know but they're acting well, like they call it primordial soup yeah so i don't know people are gonna break this trailer down i well i haven't had a chance because i didn't watch it but i guarantee when i get into bed tonight i'm gonna open up youtube and i'm gonna type in death Stranding <laughs> 2 trailer breakdown and i hope some smart motherfucker out there has got a lot of i'm, I'm ready to get answers. aboard the it's like three and, and a half hours breaking it down yeah. frame by frame yeah. i'm in <laughs> the perfect video for me to fall asleep to I tell you <laughs> yeah I definitely don't have two hours to play that Silent Hill game yeah yeah <laughs> three hour breakdown on this Death Stranding thing uh, alright outside of that well, they ended it with a one more thing in kind of an announcement thing which is that Kojima is also working on quote unquote working on a game that's uh, bringing back the tactical espionage tire genre uh, sort of tying it in in the way he words it it's like my 40th anniversary is coming up as a developer I'm returning to the genre for PlayStation that's made me who I am this will be like my my magnum opus game which it could be like that's this is the thing how, how do we feel about uh, buddy how do you feel about Kojima returning to the, the genre that everyone wants him to do again fuck yeah it's what the people want right mm. like and he kind of push that narrative forward um once again with he's kind of wanting to do films and everything uh with metal gear solid and now what he's kind of doing with death training basically we've seen that he has no kind of creative reign or kind of any type of leash specifically with why death training 2 is on the beach in the title <laughs> um yeah bring it on i'm keen to see what he does like metal gear solid 5 was just absurd with the kind of amount of things you could do in that game and some of the like humor but then like also political 
kind of undertones and 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 warfare and ideologies that were kind of getting spruced in that as well. So bring it on. Yeah, every time and I then saw, I slowly realized that it was just when he said Metal Gear Solid Five, my brain went, "Fuck, what a good game!" And I was like, "Maybe, maybe Kojima is my favorite developer. I don't know." <laughs> and then like the whole tie-in of like them saying it's going to be part real life, part this, part that. Like yeah. it's going to be multifaceted and layered. And like, God, he's just like, what the hell? I just like the only type you... of game that I can think of that, that's done that recently, and I haven't played it yet, but I don't really have any spoilers from it. But just from kind of hearing about it, it's like last year's Alan Wake two kind of pushing some kind of boundaries with uh, certain kind of ways of telling a story. So if Kojima mm. is going to be going on that route, it's going to be even wilder. Well, we know he's an Alan Wake fan because he had he puts Alan Wake as the puppet. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's right. pretty funny. And then the the fist bump and end of the show as they like break the fourth wall and the drone goes out of the studio and it goes out to you know columbia pictures and that whatever the name of it fizzint fizzint and i'm like that was the most like we've seen a lot of mic drop moments in regards to um presentations and e3 moments and like oh but one more thing and it's just a trailer of things but this is the most wrestling like one more thing the fact it just wasn't another trailer it was like something even crazier and not it wasn't just like a celebrity coming out like i can't think of something like this before that's being like oh holy fuck i'm i mean i wouldn't be surprised if he just does go like since you like especially like looking at remedy and alan wake what like if he because they haven't really mastered the they didn't went super successful when they did um uh quantum break and all these other things where they try and do like the full mix between like having a mm. uh live action thing you can watch the pair of the game or something i feel like that's that is like sort of kojima's ultimate end game is to is to he he releases a, a video game that's tied into a movie or tv series that he's also directed that's tied into a clothing line he's releasing and there's an official music album you can listen to at the same time on apple music and spotify you know like i, I feel like he just has to have just the, the ultimate drop of here i've released something into every single genre of art form i give yeah. a fuck about <laughs> all in one well day. this is this is what he tweeted out fizzint uh working title will be the third new original ip since establishing kojima productions it is a completely new action espionage for the next generation it will be created using cutting-edge technology and the best talents from around the world both from film and video games of course is an interactive game in quotation marks but the look story themes casting acting fashion sound etc are on the next level of digital entertainment that could be called in quotation marks a movie <laughs> the most kojima quote ever uh and this is definitely going to be a ps6 game i'm going to say i mean yeah unless he's spreading himself very thin uh between these three titles that he's working on uh yeah it's going to be a while well the thing with OD, unless I'm wrong, is, is he's phoning it in, right? <laughs> well, he could be, but also he never said how involved he was in that. It could I come mean, out, yeah. and then he's just producing it, and he wrote the story, but he's got someone else from Kojima Productions as the main director doing it, game. and he's got all these other whatever he called them geniuses or whatever collaborating yeah. with him. So yeah, because no, there's no reason that couldn't be a a thing, you smaller know? thing. It's yeah. you know, Jordan Peele's Candyman's Day Kojima's OD. You know that's yeah, perfect collaboration. Two people loving to put their names in front of things. So it's a woman working on it. <laughs> it probably is. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
crazy. Yeah, so obviously that was the that last what fifteen minutes, I guess. The the, the Kojima section of the show was well worth uh, watching everything beforehand, even if you didn't care too much about it. So, uh, can't wait to watch another twelve months of weird shit coming out of Kojima and getting excited about it. That's why I'm looking at what the soundtrack is as well. Like, what's the original school going to be? What's kind of like the licensed school going to be? Uh, yeah. A church is going to be on there again. Like, what artists that just weren't on there before, like Bring Me the Horizon? Watch his Twitter account. You'll find out. Yeah. Just like scroll back who he's like been hanging yeah. out with, what yeah. celebs. <laughs> I think he was with Paramore recently. Yeah, he was. Yeah. And they already have done like the, the cover of um, Burning Down the House from Talking Heads. So, hmm. they're back. Maybe they're back. They're back, baby. Yeah. All right, that'll do it, I think, unless anyone else got something they've thought of about anything. No, nah, uh, shaking your head. Ash, no. Nah, cool. No. All right, it's let's you. wrap her up, Buttercup. Thank you for joining us for this late episode of Platinum Explosion. Thank you, buddy, for joining us. You got anything you want to plug? Uh, Not really, just uh, over on Twitter, at BuddyWatson12. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay. Uh, you can check out all the other Explosion Network stuff, of course, ExplosionNetwork.com. Go listen to the rest of the podcast, read all the things over there if you would like, reviews, news, and all that sort of fun stuff. Uh, follow twitch.tv slash Explosion Network. At the moment, we're slowly playing through Baldur's Gate where my PC, PC doesn't crash. That's fun. Um, <laughs> fucking PCs, man. Imagine if it was playing on PS5. <laughs> that, that day that we would have had such better day straight if it was playing on PS5. Just saying. Anyway, fuck you, Kieran. Um, thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next week. Goodbye. See ya.